Hi, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 13th of November. A fire broke out in a four-story residential building in Hyderabad today, killing nine people and injuring 12. The incident took place around 9:30 a.m. at Bazar Ghat near Nampali. The exact cause of the fire is being determined, but preliminary inquiry indicated that the fire was caused when a car was being repaired in the parking lot, which also stored chemical drums. Officials told the Indian Express that the owner, who also runs a factory, had been storing toxic chemicals in the building. Oil and diesel had also been stored in drums in the building. The police and firefighting officials pulled out several unburned drums from the parking area during the rescue operation. The authorities are working to determine how the flammable liquids caught fire. The blaze was brought under control by firefighters and two teams from the National Disaster Response Force. The DCP said and I quote, "We brought the fire under control within an hour and rescued in all 21 persons trapped in the building and rushed them to the Usmania General Hospital." unquote. At least 9 people died in the fire, including two women and a child. While some had burn injuries others succumbed to asphyxiation reports said seven of them were of the same family while two others were a senior citizen couple living in the building Telangana chief minister K Chandrasekhar Rao expressed shock at the incident several ministers and political leaders visited the scene of the incident the Telangana government has announced an ex gratia of rupees 5 lakh for the families of those killed in the fire incident After an under construction tunnel's collapse in Uttarakhand on Sunday, relief efforts continued at the site today. Officials said around 40 construction workers are currently trapped in the tunnel. State and National Disaster Response Forces alongside the police and locals are conducting the rescue operation. The collapsed tunnel is part of an underground roadway connecting Silkyara and Dandalgaon in Uttarkashi district. The tunnel is part of the Yamunotri National Highway project. Navyuga mechanic Sashi Chauhan told reporters that 50-60 workers were returning after the night shift when the collapse occurred. Some of them managed to escape, but 40 workers were trapped inside, triggering panic. However, communication was established with them around midnight. They also received food and water. As per preliminary investigation, a section of around 60 meters of the tunnel collapsed. This was around 200 meters away from the entrance. Authorities are using excavators and trucks to clear the debris. Uttarakhand CM Pushkar Singh Dhammi visited the tunnel site today. Speaking to the media, he said that the rescue teams are facing several challenges including debris that are falling continuously. A gunfight broke out between a special team of the Kerala police and suspected Maoists in Kannur today. The exchange of fire happened at Urupam Kutti in the small town of Karikotakari. The police have reportedly taken two people into custody who are allegedly top-ranking members of the Banasura Dalam of the Communist Party of India Maoist. The police also recovered three guns, an AK-47 assault rifle and two country-made shotguns from the suspects. No casualties were reported, but the police are still searching the area for other assailants. Police personnel are looking for the wounded at local clinics. Vehicles traveling between Kannur and Mangaluru are also being searched. A similar attack on police by Maoists occurred last week in Wayanad. Two people were arrested following the attack, but the authorities are yet to determine whether the two incidents are linked. Listeners, with the election looming in Madhya Pradesh's Guna, 
life is difficult for thousands of voters living in villages around the Bamori district. Many villages are without power and water supply, with dilapidated schools and roads. My colleague Pratik Goyal visited the district to unearth the ground realities of its residents. You can watch his video story titled No Power Roads in Villages of MP Rural Minister's Constituency Despite 22,000 Crore Spending. We are able to bring you our reports and interviews only because you've got our back. Head on to newslaundry.com slash election fund and pick a contribution amount of your choice. We are stronger together and we are even stronger with you. After a brief respite from pollution in the national capital, air quality plummeted again after yesterday's Diwali celebrations. The AQI was reportedly very poor today and is expected to be severe tomorrow. Rain showers late last week had brought a brief respite from the air pollution but as firecrackers were extensively burned on Sunday night, the AQI soared. Notably, the Delhi government had imposed a ban on firecrackers. A Swiss group, IQAir, said today that Delhi stands as the world's most polluted city with a hazardous AQI of 4.33, recorded at 10 a.m. The agency also stated that Delhi's level of PM2.5 concentration is 75 times the level recommended in the WHO's air quality guidelines. Two more cities, Mumbai and Kolkata, also ranked in the top 10 in IQA's list of most polluted cities. Pakistan's Lahore is at the number two spot behind Delhi. Delhi's air quality is expected to decline further in the coming days. The forecast predicts slower wind speeds and a drop in the minimum temperature. Environment Minister Gopal Rai had said that the government will implement the odd-even scheme in Delhi if the AQI reaches the severe category. He also blamed Delhi's neighbouring states of Haryana and UP for contributing to the pollution caused by firecrackers. He said, and I quote, If there had been a ban in UP and Haryana, this wouldn't have happened. In all three states, UP, Haryana and Delhi, the police force is under the BJP. Unquote. Today, the United Nations mourned the death of 101 of its workers in Gaza since the clash between Israel and Hamas began on 7th October. Across Asia, UN offices lowered the blue and white flag to half-mast to honour the victims. The UN Palestinian Refugee Agency spokesperson Juliet Tuma said that more than 60 UN facilities have been impacted, primarily in the southern part of the enclave. She said, and I quote, It's an indication that nowhere in Gaza, nowhere is safe. Not the north, not the middle, and not even the southern areas. Unquote. The death toll in Gaza now stands at over 11,000, as Gaza's two largest hospitals, the Al-Shifa and Al-Quds, are now closed. Israeli snipers at the Al-Shifa hospital have been firing at the locals, trapping thousands inside the now-closed hospital. Around 650 patients, 500 healthcare workers and 2,500 displaced people are reportedly in the hospital. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus has warned that many more, including premature babies, will die in the enclave when incubators and other medical equipment stop working. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. 
you too can be part of changing the news model go to newslaundry.com/subscription be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent for the smoothest news laundry experience download our app watch our shows listen to our podcasts read our reports stay informed pay for news protect democracy save the world